Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Got Bush? You definitely do if you haven't tried the best products from our sponsor today, Manscaped. Taking control of your bush is important, and these products are so good, you're going to be showing pride in your new bush-free yard. It's the fact that you will have the best-kept nut sack on the cul-de-sac. See what we did there? So say big and be the most hygienic version of yourself by using our discount code FRATCHAT for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. And we are recording. All right. Well, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can really tell you look so ready right there. I could. I didn't know where my phone. I have notes on my phone. <laughs> I was panicking for a second because yeah, my earphones like... only stretch so far. <laughs> you just look like a kidnapper walk into your apartment. And you're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I don't think don't you are. Are you the, okay? Take the children. Take the children. <laughs> Just don't touch me. <laughs> Spare me. Take them, those bastards. <laughs> Well, yeah. if you need help, just blink twice and I'll dial 911. Uh, I'm going to do this in uh, three, two, <laughs> one. Dial 911. <laughs> what are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dudes. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting. Now coming from two different locations is a Frat Chat Podcast. I mean, not as good as you because I'm stuck in stinky New York and it fucking stinks. There's all that trash on the on the sidewalk. It's just cooking. I know. Uh, the only trash I see out here in beautiful, beautiful Myrtle Beach, South Carolina is, me. is uh, people's <laughs> leftover needles. But other than that... Clean as a whistle out here. I thought you were going to make a white trash joke. I was like, oh, my God. I just got off the MTA. I've been through enough. <laughs> so how, how's the weather? I got to say, it's gorgeous out here. I've been tanning. I feel finally like I will make my people proud uh, with my skin color. And by people, you mean WWF fans? Yeah, brother, because everybody knows you got to be nice and tan. If you look like the Hulkster, brother. So now all I need is a bunch of bunch of tanning oil. You know what I mean? Just like a yeah. amount of it where I'm dripping. And I started like, do this. It like splatters on the camera. Then he'll be proud of me. And you need some purple spandex. Oh, well, I already have that. I'm just wearing them And fringe so and a bedazzled belt. <laughs> then you're ready. <laughs> I feel like these don't sound like pro wrestling attires, but you and Osmari are wearing on sexy Thursday nights. <laughs> on Thursday nights, Osmari and I are wearing nothing. <laughs> well, um, I sometimes he's working, so I'm just at home touching myself. To be to be oh. fair, well, there you go. That's great. Hopefully, not during the podcast. He works a lot. I work a lot. Our our, our like work schedule is different, so it gives us a chance to miss each other. That's the secret to. Uh, 
to a successful relationship. Just never see each other. Just never be in the same room. Just you know, don't yeah. sleep together. Don't be around each other. Don't watch the same movies. Don't eat meals together. Just, just don't. Correct. Right. Cool. Every like holiday, that. I send him an email. These are the things I want. <laughs> <laughs> So work a double today because daddy's expensive. <laughs> yeah. I think that when you're back in town, we need to plan a good old fashioned boozy brunch. Yeah, that sounds good. And we should go while he's working and go to his job and just get drunk and be obnoxious. And be like, ah! We can. Yeah. But <laughs> you, we got to get the crew back together. <laughs> That's true. That's you know what? Um, one of our attorney brothers reached out and was like, hey, I heard you're married. Congratulations. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I still haven't told anybody yet. Yeah, unless no, listen to the a- podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless, unless you've been supporting uh, our pod or our comedy, you have no idea. So yeah. I guess at the end of the day, kind of fuck them. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you know. Yeah. No, because they haven't supported your shit. So, some of my friends are like, what's going on with you? Just listen to the podcast. I tell yeah, everything on there. Like, if you really I'm care, tired. I tell everybody everything that goes on every Tuesday at something. I mean, it comes down to like midnight on Tuesdays. So, technically, that doesn't make you the bad friend. It makes them the bad friend. Yeah, I like the way your mind works. You see, that's how I do it. I just, I just gotta, I just gotta write. You are perfect on a post-it note and put that on my mirror. <laughs> I don't even call my mom anymore at home. I just tell her to listen to the podcast, and <laughs> it's, like, it's like I'm really there. <laughs> <laughs> um, she calls me crying, you know, just needing some company. I'm like, just turn on the fucking podcast. I'm busy. God. Right now, my mirror says, "Skinny feels better than sweets taste." <laughs> But I disagree. But I'm going to rate that and, and say, you are perfect if you're skinny. <laughs> By the way, is that a picture of you on the over your, I guess, over your left shoulder on that whiteboard? Is that naked you? Oh, <laughs> is that yeah. what I'm looking at? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is a picture? <laughs> That's actually my first. Um, this, this is funny, actually. This is my first ever uh campaign that i did and uh i was um butt naked at the test shoot and then they used it they didn't even do a a formal shoot it's just the the test shoot they're like these are great it's my first ever like photo shoot and i remember coming home and being like mommy they had me get naked she's like yeah you wanted to be a model that's what they're gonna make you do and then i took those pictures and i got good feedback from them and i came to the uh, Greek sing practices. Hey guys, look at the, this photo shoot. I just did my first photo shoot, and you guys were all like, "Oh my god, yeah, see those naked." See my. To be fair, my first time seeing those pictures, not even that. I was sitting in my apartment when all of a sudden you just pulled them out. I think it was like a fanny pack or something situation. You pulled them out. probably oh, check these out. This is what I do, and I'm like, "Why are you showing me this, sir?" <laughs> What no, is this? I was proud. Say, I've seen those pictures. I just got a lot of PTSD. Let's be real about it. If you look at some old photos of me in college, like I wasn't <laughs> much of a looker. So for someone to, so for this photographer to be like, oh, that's money. Oh, hot. Yes, yes. Serve it. And I'm like, oh my, I've never heard these things before. I've always just heard like, hey, fill me up pledge or 
you know, like pass the ketchup, like never like, oh, you're hot fucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was yeah. like, let me, I gotta, I gotta bask in his glory for a little bit. Now you said the guy took those pictures before the shoot. So what? He walk into you in the bathroom, like, oh, I got all I need. Get out of here. <laughs> we did a test shoot just to see, because I, I was like, I've never really done a, like a photo shoot before. So we just did a test. This shoot. This was a shoot for Baby Gap, and uh, <laughs> yeah, really quickly. I, <laughs> and I was there wearing the the girls' lamb chop underwear, and they're like, "This is perfection." No, so they, they, they did a photo sick. shoot, and then um, I was showing the the client the the pictures, and the client was like, "Actually, these are fine. We don't need to do invest in a fancy shoot, but we're going to use these." Wow. I was like, "Okay, that sounds good." Wow! Kudos to that photographer too. Damn. Who knew? Yeah. You know what? We did that photo shoot uh, near Johns Hopkins, and there was like, oh, we did a whole bunch of stuff around. I, I used to go down there periodically because this photographer was baller. I don't know if it was this time or another time, but one time there was like a lot of gunshots, like sirens. And yeah. he was like, he's like, what's the problem? What's the problem? I'm like, people are dying. I People're can't concentrate. <laughs> I was like, I'm so scared. I'm thinking about walking to my car over and done with this. I don't know. Especially it's weird because they didn't give you your clothes back after the shoot. They just sent yeah. you back. <laughs> Pretty much. So it came with pants. <laughs> now, I will say Johns Hopkins is, I think, is the best located hospital in the history of all time because everybody in that block gets shot or stabbed. I know. So, <laughs> so at least you're right by the hospital. <laughs> It's such a nice hospital, but remember a couple years ago, I had a really bad nosebleed. Apparently, I ruptured like an artery or something in my face. Yeah. I had it. Remember that? Yeah, it was yeah. on my birthday too. I was like, man, this sucks. <laughs> but uh, I remember I went to the emergency room, and all these people were lined up. This is in like uh, the heart of Bedsty. You ever heard of Ride or Die Bedsty? Well, yeah. at this hospital, everyone had like a gunshot wound, a stab wound. Like it was crazy. And then I'm sitting there like, I have a nosebleed that won't go away. And so they were like, give this white boy a fucking like ice pack and get him on his way. <laughs> like, okay. They gave me some nasal spray and an ice pack. And then um, I, I, I went home and I was like, I don't think they took good care of me. I feel really awful. And then I went to, um, I went to uh, urgent care and they were like, you should have gone to the emergency room. I was like, I did, but I don't have a gunshot wound. I can't compete with that. Like, let's move to a different emergency room. And then they're like, oh, no, you need a blood transfusion and emergency oh surgery. God. I was wow, like, yeah. And then you know what these goofballs did? They gave me a, a ice pack and nasal spray. And they're, I was going to die at home. Dude, there are some really bad hospitals, man. <gasps> and they charged me, too. Oh, dude, it's a business, and that's like the worst part. They make sure to bill you for fucking everything. Like, even when my appendix burst, they billed me for the cable in the hospital. That was like something like twenty eight bucks a day or something, and it was like five. Oh my channels. god! It was days. Yeah, hospitals are a fucking business. But I, I can imagine you in the, in the waiting room at this hospital. Like, help! It's a priority, and there's a guy next to you with like stick arrows sticking out of his skin. <laughs> like, <"Ugh." laughs> um, they sure, ask you if go I, ahead. Uh, they asked me if I if I wanted to fill out a police report, and I was like, "Why?" And they're like, "Did, did someone hit you?" I was like, "No." no they're like, "How did this me. happen?" I woke up, I blew my nose, just started bleeding, and they were like, "Do you engage in like recreational drugs?" I was like, "No, I don't snore coke." They're like, "Were you picking your nose?" It's like, "No, I just blew my nose at 
Like, y'all heard him pop and they just started bleeding. And you need a blood transfusion. Man, that's nuts. That's no joke. When you get to that level, that is really no I, joke. I think they just thought I was some like loser chronic nose picker. And they're like, this is yeah, absolutely. Keep your I finger down your nose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some of the things you've said on this very show make me think that maybe, you know, you could be <laughs> possibly. Yeah. I mean, you know. There might be and then my about mom, you. Okay. <laughs> so I woke up from surgery, right? And my mom was there. And did I say about this? No. So apparently when I was out, they called my mom. They're like, you should get up here. And so they called my mom. And so I wake up from surgery and I look up. I'm like, mom, is that you? And she's like, yeah, baby. And I said, huh, are you drunk? And she said, yeah, baby. (laughs) (laughs) She took a bag of wine out the box of wine and put that bag in her purse and drank it the whole way up on the Amtrak. She was so stressed. She was strong coming out of the purse. <laughs> yeah, she was like, she's like the, you know, wine's so expensive on the trains, brought my own, a little road soda. I'm like, mom, <laughs> half that bag is deflated. But she was just lit. She's like, I was just, I didn't, she was, it was her first time going to the city by herself. And she's oh. really nervous and she's yeah. freaking out. It's my mom scary, has never taken like a bus before. Yeah, no, it's kind of scary. I mean, at least now we have like phone GPSs that are pretty reliable and stuff. But when I first started coming in the city, it was like printing MapQuest directions. You know what I mean? And like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, where the fuck am I? Like, nah, it's not so bad. But it is. New York is very intimidating. I got I to gotta say, for first time or so, the subway system phew, took me a while to really get comfortable. Oh, I know that like the back of my hand. I'm a I'm, yeah, I'm I mean, pro. <laughs> and he rolls his hand. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I uh, uh, I took this class in college called astronomy because I thought it was astrology, and um, it's different. It's like it's like real sciencey, you know. And I remember one day in class, I was um, uh, like zoned out, and the teacher called on me. And she says, "If you were trying to get to uh, Mars from the Moon, like how many light years or yada yada?" I was like, "Girl, I don't know." And she's like, "Well, how would you figure it out?" I said, "I don't know." I don't know. She's like, well, if you're trying to figure out how to get to someplace here, what would you do? And I was like, honestly, ma'am, I would map quest it. And I can't map quest how to get to Mars. So I'm not interested in going. I'm never going to go there. So you should call someone else. But I was such a prick about it. I'm like, ugh. I got sucked into this stupid class, and all I want to know is what Gemini means. Ugh. I thought we were going to talk about Sagittarius today. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> To be fair, yeah, I don't feel like I feel like astrology and astronomy are very close sounding. You know, that could happen to anybody. It wouldn't happen to me because I have a half a brain, but you know, it could <laughs> I don't even know the difference between like micro and macro economics. <laughs> really, you don't know what the difference? Well, I mean, micro is more like in detail, and macro is more general. Oh. You know. Well, whoever came up with those terms should should have made them more different. <laughs> Just think of a micro penis and a macro penis. You know, <laughs> um, a macro penis. <laughs> Just made that up. Oh, I like, I've never heard of that. I've been to a lot of parties where dicks are like a smorgasbord, but I've never heard of a macro penis. I call mine the macro penis. It just it's ninety percent foreskin, but I can't. Everyone it. else calls it patient zero. Yeah, exactly. I trim my bush like I live my life. 
one quarter mile at a time. With each quarter mile equal out to like one testicle. I don't know. It's been Diesel Science. Look it up, people. So whether you're looking to go bald like an eagle or just in need of a safe trim, Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game. The grooming package I highly recommend is the Performance Package 4.0. Inside the package is the Lawnmower 4.0. Now, this electric trimmer is a Bush's worst nightmare. It's designed to reduce grooming accidents and shave hair on loose skin thanks to a ceramic blade and advanced skin safe technology. And no need for night vision goggles anymore, boys. This trimmer has an LED light to allow you to mow the lawn in the dark so you can trim your boys anytime, any place. It's basic landscaping because everybody knows that when you trim the hedges, the tree stands taller. Oh, yeah. Also, get your hands on the second best tool in the performance package, the Weed Whacker. This fine-tuned nose and ear hair trimmer will make sure your nasty nose pubes are under control. It instantly adds some pep in your step with the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Spray-On Testy Toner. With a performance package purchase, you also get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag and the patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped Boxers. These things are awesome. Plus, they have a bunch of other products on their website to help you maximize your confidence and grooming game. Should make sure you get 20% off with free shipping with our promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. Kate Bush may be trending at the moment, but your bush needs some help. And that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use promo code FRATCHAT. It's time you level up from the Amazon to the Amadong with the ultimate bushwhacking tools from Manscaped. This guy had a blister on his hand at work the other day, and it might have been a wart or something, but... I was like, I don't know. Sure to my coworker, I was like, that looks like that monkey pox. I've seen that shit on TV. I'm going to spray down everything that motherfucker touched and don't go near this area. And uh, they were like, Chris, you're freaking out. I was like, listen, I think it's it's transmitted sexually. And I was like, and I'm getting shit up slut vibes from this motherfucker. So I want you to go over there and spray down all this shit because that did not look right. It looked like one of those little like pox. Have you seen pictures of it? Yeah, it's yeah, like it's chicken gross. pox for adults. It's like mm-hmm. lasts for two weeks. Hell no, I don't want that shit. Like, I'm not freaking out. You're freaking out. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch me. I'll sue. The guy was like, "Can you show me where this is?" Yeah, it's, you go down, take like ten steps down, and to your left and up a couple of shelves. Can Can you show me? I I'm telling you where to go. He goes to shake your hand after, like. Eh. Yeah, I was like, uh-uh. no, let's not do it. No, let's not. Let's not. No. So on, on TV, it said skin to skin contact. I say, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, no way. If if shaking hands wasn't already terrifying enough after COVID, you're gonna add monkeypox into the mix. Ooh, like I don't even. Yikes. Know. What the fuck to do with people anymore? I don't even like people like try to shake my hand. I give them the pound, but then they they flip to the pound and I switch the handshake, and then we do this whole like weird fucking thing where we just look stupid. I don't know. It's it's really changed my my relationships with people. When you think Mm -hmm. about it, were you when you cough? Don't you cough in your hand? And when you sneeze, don't you sneeze in your hands? And then you're gonna shake hands. Ah, it's like Uh, an incubator for disease. That's true, but I actually don't. I just like you know, put my hands behind. And I just go on Julie and just go. Ah! <laughs> 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 She's like, "Why are you doing that? Stop! My family's here." I mean, shh. <laughs> you watch the dogs at the dog park. You're like, "Huh? They're on to yeah. something." And then when you meet Julie's family, you sniff her dad's butt. 
Hey, I only did that one time. How you doing? <laughs> then they kicked us out of the restaurant. It was just this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I've been back to Ruth Chris ever since. But you know, <laughs> they're like, these are the things to do at Applebee's Steakhouse. So it's like, ah, I got it. Like, what do you think you are, Red Robin? Yeah, <laughs> I did actually. There is a difference. Now, I hope that you guys have gotten your tickets to the greatest comedy show of all time, folks, because we are back Friday, August. 5th with an insane lineup headlined by Liz Glazier winning of the Boston Comedy Festival. We got Vanessa Jackson from SNL. We got Divya Gunasekaran. We got Simo hitting this biatch. We got Mr. Ron Prendamano back in the house. And of course, you gotta have me in this house because it's the greatest comedy show of all time here. So make sure you get your tickets right now to tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show or head to the Broadway Comedy Club website and get your tickets. And make sure you use promo code FRATCHAT to save 15% on those bad boys. So do it! What do you want to do it? Done. <laughs> but anyways, folks, it's time to get to it because we here at the Frat Chat Podcast are big time TV watchers. You might even say that we're pop culture connoisseurs, given some of the things we've spoken about during this season and seasons past. So, what better way to keep this nostalgia tour rocking along for 2022 than by chatting through some of the most iconic TV show intro songs there are? And that's exactly what we're going to do here, Mr. Mo, because this week we talk iconic TV intros, baby. I don't know what that was. That was my iconic TV <laughs> I don't show. know either. <laughs> and I'm sorry, guys. We are This show is ruined now. <laughs> That's the sound my iPhone makes when it's about to die. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like when the vibrator app is like not coming in. Like, you know, <laughs> and the phone just powers off and stops vibrating. It's like, damn it. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> not tonight. Not tonight. So <laughs> we're going to talk about some fun TV intro stars, Mr. Mel. And we made a list of the top 10. But of course, we got to have some honorable mentions up in this biatch. Because sometimes, you know, you get a little close in there. And there's some others that we just feel that we have to mention in that. You know what I mean? You're just going to say, hey, well, we like you. You were close, but no cigar. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like you uh, during prom season in high school when you ask someone out and they always tell you that they're going to go out with a quarterback from the football team instead because they were so much better looking and stuff than you and like have a more charisma and they were funnier too, you know, a little smarter yeah. too. So like that totally, you know, made you feel like, oh, wow, I'm almost there. I just got to like work on all these things. And then one day it'll be me, you know, same thing. That wasn't sad. That um. <laughs> I gotta add a few more posts to my mirror before I go to sleep tonight. <laughs> Even the naked picture behind you, sad. <laughs> now I'm sorry. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> you are worth it. You are someone. And they were wrong you. about you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is guy that was such a dick to me, right? In high school, such a dick. He died recently. Everyone was so oh, sad. And I was no. like, not me. And remember that guy reached out and was like, hey, you like, I like the podcast. I was like, great. But you were still a dick to me in high school. <laughs> yeah. Until you apologize for it, you're still a dick. We had a new listener for all of half an episode. <laughs> 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 Midway through the intro, he knew. 
<laughs> and I saw on on like a Facebook, I, I I stalked him for a moment. I was like, let me see what's he up to. And I was like, oh my god, is that a swastika? No, no, it wasn't a swastika. No, it was like a better flag tattoo oh, he had god. on. And I was like, oh my god. And he had, like shaves his head, and I was like, I'm. I feel like I'm literally looking at American History X. Ugh. I mean, yeah, the swastika tattoo is the next one coming. You know, when you got when you got the Confederate and the shave head, you know the other arms would be the swastika. Oh, gross! It's just a matter of time before those ideologies cross, right there. Pretty much. <laughs> oh God, that's fucking that's fucking gross, dude. Getting a tattoo of the Confederate flag anywhere in 2022 is like. Okay, you know what you mean with that. <laughs> you don't have to. That guy says the N-word in private, in public, everywhere. You know what I mean? Oh, like, totally. And I think that Donald Trump mentioned this week that he's definitely running 2024. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's going to bring out all those weirdos again. But you know what, though? I'm, I'm just going to say it. It's going to be great comedy. No, I will be. Because will be. When, when Trump's in the headlines – even though he's so stupid and it's, it's scary, but I mean, like you can't write this shit like him, him at the four seasons. I mean, that's, that was brilliant. Oh, you yeah, know, landscaping company <laughs> now and him and DeSantis going against each other in a primary would be hilarious because they're already starting to jab at each other. Cause Trump does not like that. The Republican party is starting to embrace someone who's a little younger, a little more right wing and uh, it seems a little crazier even than old Donnie is. Uh, so he's already started to make these like press releases where he like makes like little subtle jabs at DeSantis. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if you want to vote for a president that's got tremendous hands and no herpes, vote for me, not Ron DeSantis. Okay. And then he like clocks. <laughs> Whoa, Donald, Donald, you gotta, you gotta t- take the gloves off, brother. It's like, if you want a president who is not a total pedophile, then vote for me, not Ron DeSantis. Okay. <laughs> Telegram from the president of the United States. Ron DeSantis has ass herpes. Okay. <laughs> you didn't hear it from me. Okay. <laughs> DeSantis is like, um, can we get off this topic? And then Donald's like, I don't know why. I just got off your mother last night. Oh, Donald, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> your mother puts the rump in Trump. Okay, believe me, I've seen that. Thing. It looks like two big rump roasts just put together. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Did he have a theme song for the um? What was the show called? Um, uh, You're fired. The Apprentice. The Apprentice. The Appre- I honestly, I never watched The Apprentice, and I, I never watched it had. either. Uh, yeah, I really kind of wish I had, uh, but no, I, I just feel like I feel like Donald Trump is so egotistical that he would do his own theme song. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> It's me, it's Donald, and you're my apprentice. Uh, it's me, and we're doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. I did it. You're fine. Okay, and it's just he edits all the shows, and it's just to make him look good. It's Brad oh. Pitt's body CGI'd with his head. <laughs> totally. I look phenomenal. Okay, that's totally not edited. Yeah, and you got probably all these like Victoria's Secrets models feeding him grapes. <laughs> grapes you know it's just frozen gravy <laughs> that's all it is <laughs> he's <laughs> like gravy and ice i'm not even paying them they're just here because they want to be here <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm sure <laughs> one of them's holding a ransom note help me <laughs> 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 
he keeps calling me Ivanka. It's really weird. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, creepy. <laughs> so anyways, now that we got that out of the way. Uh, honorable mentions. Yes, honorable mentions. Uh, I see you uh, put a couple of in here that I got to totally agree with, like Three's Company. You know, I wouldn't quite Come call it. Come knock on our door. Come and knock on my door. I'll be waiting for you. It's kind of creepy, right? Yeah, it is kind of. But these, I don't know all this the lyrics to. I just know like a little bit of it, but I feel like if I heard it, I would know. I, just, I don't know. These have a special place in my heart. Three's Company. I wasn't alive when this was on, surprisingly. Yeah, I know. Simo actually was getting a crazy uh, face surgery and temporarily died for a while. We had to keep him in a coma. You know what I mean? Yeah. So technically, he wasn't alive during the running at Three's Company. But as soon as we were able to figure out a cure and reanimate him back to life, he did. And that's why his face is a little different than from high school. You know? Yeah. The guy's head. <laughs> it was a whole thing. Frankenstein's Everyone's like, who are you? I'm like, it's me. It's the real me. It's the real Chris. It's just I look different. Yeah. Same annoying voice, though. Um, okay, so do you remember a show called The Jeffersons? Yeah, well, that's another one that I wasn't around for, but it's a classic. Moving on up, moving on up. Yeah. I think that that guy, the lead actor, was gay. Really? Uh-huh. I, I heard no stories because my oh. friend wrote for that show and he was like, oh. yeah, he, he used to get fucking baked out of his mind before he would start filming because he couldn't stand his uh, female lead counterpart. Oh, so you're saying instead of moving on up, he wanted to move on down. <laughs> yeah, down low, real low. <laughs> but not too low because then you'll get, get to the knees and it'll be this whole thing. Like, he was short by choice. Easy access for a mouthful of you know what. Uh, and then the next honorable mention I have here is Cheers. Which I, I vaguely every- remember. I know it's like you come here to drink. It's like where everybody knows you. your name. Yeah. Everybody knows your name. That's what it is. That's and then the spin-off was Frasier. I don't remember that song. I don't remember that one at all, but it did wonderfully. I will, I will say, though, I was recently watching uh, something someone put on the internet of every time they poured a beer in Cheers, and they were the worst pours ever it was like all foam in these things it's like come yeah. on man no method acting like i know you're half of your alcoholics you know that this is better this is a terrible pour you know you can do better what is this shit what is this i wonder if it was like warm beer too because they probably had to take yeah. after take after take yeah. um and then, and yeah, especially to make it foamy too because most times i've been on set where they give me quote-unquote beer it's like ginger ale that they use so oh i was always drinking apple juice in theater apple juice and it gave me the fucking runs dude all that fruit <laughs> juice my god <laughs> one time i was on set actually and they gave me a cup and so i kept drinking and i'm drinking and I'm drinking and it's um, like three hours later it's like oh by the way i hope you guys haven't actually been drinking it because you might die so Hopefully you didn't drink any of it. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. So yeah, don't drink the shit for uh, starting actors. Just uh, take fake sips and definitely don't drink it. <laughs> yeah, it will not end well. No, no, no. Do you remember DuckTales? Yeah, DuckTales. 
You know it's back, da, right? Na, 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 DuckTales. Ooh. Yeah, baby. That show was awesome. And uh, there are Uncle Scrooge swimming in his pool of gold. It's just something that I always wished I could do. But at the same time, I feel like if you dove into a pool of gold like he did, it would hurt. You know what I mean? Like he would like slide in there and he'd be doing like the backstroke and shit. But I feel like if you just threw me into a giant vault filled with stacks and stacks of gold coins, I would just land like, Ah, yeah, but I would take my chances. I mean, who who can say that they dive in a pool of gold? Yeah, that's true. You know, like what a baller move. That's true. He was kind of a selfish prick, though. I don't know how he became a good guy in the series. Huey, Dewey, and Louie were his nephews, right? Yeah. Wow, good memory. I didn't even remember that now until you said it. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Um, there was a there was a show that I used to love on Nickelodeon called The Roundhouse, and it was. Do you remember that? It was a few no. years before you. And yeah, their theme song was like, uh, it, it was kind of like an SNL. They were in the Roundhouse Theater, and they did a bunch of little scenes here and there. And their theme song was like, whenever whenever life gets you so down, I know I can go down, down, down to where the music and the fun never ends. You heard <laughs> wait, that before? Wait, 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 wait. When life gets you down, I can go down. Wait, what? What when is this? This is a kid show. So down, I know I can go down, down, down. Yeah, but this, this, <laughs> this, whoa, 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 whoa. Who wrote this? What the fuck is this? Jared Fogel's TV show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, know I know that I saying. can find a friend down at the roundhouse. Down at the roundhouse. Where I can be myself. You ever heard that uh, before? Yeah, there's definitely where you can be yourself. This definitely sounds like a gay sex dungeon that they're taking to. It might be. That's why I was like, <laughs> I love this show. <laughs> but it was like an early version of like all that or like SNL or like mm. Mad TV. When they had like dance breaks and song breaks. But anyway, it was a good show. I appreciated it. I think that it paved the way for my last honorable mention, and this is all that. Do you remember all that? Yes, yes. But I remember the theme song, but I do remember his awesome rap. Uh, well, it was all that Lisa Leptai Lopez from mm-hmm. TLC. Mm-hmm. And um, also Keenan Kel, which later Blow your out. mind. We do it all the time. Wait, no. It's like, so sit your booty in the floor, in the chair. Something in it just don't go nowhere because everything you do, it's all that. I'm entertaining you. It's all that. Um, wow. hmm. that was, that was wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna find these lyrics and I'll tell you. <laughs> I feel like uh, Lisa Left Eye Lopez is glad she's dead now, you guys. <laughs> all that lyrics TV show. If she was alive uh, to see this, she would have ripped out the right eye too. <laughs> okay, so this is how it goes. It goes, it goes, oh, 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 this is all that. This is all, all that. that. Yeah. And, uh, now this is just an introduction before I blow your mind. This show is all that. And yes, we do it all the time. So sit your booty on the floor in a chair, ground or in the air. Just don't go nowhere because everything we do, it's all that. When entertaining in you it's all that my posse and my cruise all of that so this is still because they're coming right back oh, 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 oh. i mean she was phenomenal 
And she's looking down on me right now from heaven. She's probably like, wow, Chris got mad flow. And that's true. (laughs) I do have some mad flow. We should have a TLC reunion (laughs) with Timo replacing Chris left eye mower. (laughs) I I heard a kid screaming outside my window. (laughs) No! I just heard her say, no! (laughs) Lisa left eye Lopez's people just get shuddered at the mentioning of all this. <laughs> it's like I just got a terrible feeling that someone's butchering her music. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, there are honorable mentions, and what that means there has to be dishonorable mentions as well. Don't you, Mr. Mao? And uh, one that I personally hate that is such an iconic theme song, but I fucking hate it Dawson's Creek. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to wear. And then you show like all these white kids like running around, like doing like things. Like, hey, look. Interesting. <laughs> with questionable college. haircuts. <laughs> um, that was that was sung by Paula Cole. And all I know about oh, Paula Cole is a shoe Cole. song. That song is just a song where all the cowboys gone. And she had um she was one of the first um uh, like feminists that didn't shave her armpits. And people were all like um, like she doesn't shave her armpits. Oh my gosh, she doesn't shave her armpits. I'm like, who cares? Like that song is like killing me. No <laughs> <laughs> who cares about I the pits? Do I shave to my armpits? <laughs> <laughs> so this is all her fault, huh? Nah, yeah. too strong. If you don't want to shave your armpits, that's on you. Because uh, I mean, I don't like shaving my armpits, but you know, at the same time. If Julie starts growing those pit hairs, I'm out of here. <laughs> uh oh. I, I don't know if I signed up for all that. <laughs> if she starts braiding it, I'm like, I don't know, man. I have a problem here. <laughs> if, she, if, if she uses my deodorant and she leaves hair on my thing, I'm going to have a fucking problem. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if I had a, like a gazillion dollars, I would get laser hair removal everywhere except for my head. <laughs> See, I like my chest hair. I'm glad I don't get like crazy back hair. That would kill me. But yeah, I think I think I could. I could totally get down with that. I would say I would leave the beard and the chest hair, and then get rid of everywhere else. Just Ugh. I call it sex foliation. When Osmar has sure. body, because he, he keeps everything nicely groomed. But if, if it's not, I'm like it's too scratchy. Yeah, yeah, you have to. It has to be long enough, otherwise it's scratchy for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's actually why I kind of stopped shaving my beard as much because I was like my five o'clock shadow grows within like a couple of hours, so then I would rub my cheek against Julie. She's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> her skin she's like, like bright red. Kissing you is like a cheese grater <laughs> on my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful okay so yeah, this is the next on. dishonorable mention mm-hmm. it's the I hate to say it but the whenever I heard the reading rainbow I was like oh learning no way take a look it's right in now. a book no no I'm watching TV because I don't want to read so, something told me that uh, the dyslexia person would put the reading rainbow on this list you guys <laughs> Yeah, I was like, no thanks. <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> Stop singing at me, lady. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that that fucking that song just annoys. Take a me. look. 
It's in a okay. book. It's reading rainbow. No. no, I hate the library and I hate this show. Yeah, I don't care. Right. No one goes um, <laughs> I thought the Brady Bunch was really fucking corny. Yeah, and people love that shit. The Bra- this is a story. And they keep showing the little like things popping up, and it's like we get it. You fucked a lot, and here you are. Yeah. Scenario where you got together, and you're like, oh my god, I fucked too much, and now my wife is dead, and this lady fucks too much, and now her husband left her. So what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> At least they're we both keep the so maid. corny. I'm like, no wonder you're both single. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And the apartment was like, maybe you can't find a special someone because you've got you each had three annoying fucking kids. Send them to boarding school. You have money. Yeah, I agree. Like, come on, dude. Like, who the fuck wants to live? I mean, back then too. Like, I, I will say, uh, middle class income did go a lot further though. Like, I will say, these kids, you know, they, they had a giant house. They had a maid and shit. So yeah, they had money. A, yeah, and they kept doing like family vacations and shit. So that guess, I guess maybe they they could have gone to the finest schools that money can buy. You know what I mean? Who Do knows? you think that maid was the first lesbian um, character on on mainstream television? The first lesbian character that made. Hmm, let me think. That show. Let's be honest. She had to have been. Like she looked more. She looked more awkward in like a dress than you would. <laughs> I have Alice, uh, right? dress a couple of times. Yes, Alice, Alice. Oh, Alice. Yeah, I think she might be the first. She totally might be the first. That's a John Goodman and Roseanne. Did that come out after? He, he was a lesbian in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't shave his armpits either. Him and Roseanne are a lesbian couple, right? That's what I. <laughs> uh, uh, that's, that's what I thought all these years. <laughs> I've never paid attention to the show, but I thought it was something about that. <laughs> now, this next oh. one I have a dishonorable um, list. I don't think you're happy with me. Ooh. No, I'm not happy with you, Mr. Mo. I thought you'd be a better friend than that. See what I did there? Because it's always friends, you guys. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. How do you hate though. that song? I be there for you. It's so good. I have more respect for the Brady Bunch because they wrote a song specifically for the show, but the band called the Rembrandts had this song in rotation and the French just took it. But I feel like the friends were so clever that they could have made up their own song. God, but how do you top that? Those lyrics fit the entire premise of the show which is the time of life when your friends become your family and they'll be there for you you know how the hell you can't you can't write that better it's already been written you know and technically if you think about it would that song have been nearly as famous and iconic if it wasn't for the tv show i don't think so so um rembrandts are happy those those royalties keep keep showing up so i'm sure they're happy <laughs> oh i'm sure <laughs> But then you know, I think that it, I feel play. like it kind of like I feel like it kind of probably hurt their stamina or their their, their um, stamina. They're exhausted. Stamina. <laughs> no, it hurt their momentum. They're just a one hit wonder with that song. Well, I mean, it's not their fault because like, we hear you them. You don't the hear them. You just think friends. It's their fault that they didn't write something to top it. 
You know what I mean? Plenty of artists write epic songs that get used for shit, and then they write other stuff, and then it comes out. So, you know, maybe then again, it's they could have written awesome shit, and the media just didn't pick it up. It's a whole thing. There's reasons why people fall off, but you know, it's it's tough to it's tough to top that big act. But would you rather have one thing that goes famous and that's what you're known for, or you have nothing that you're known for and no one knows who the fuck you are. So I think they're not hating their lives. Well, several magazines, this is according to Wikipedia, several magazines have listed this song as one of the best TV theme songs, including yeah. Paste, Complex, and The Observer. However, conversely, in 2009, the song was listed by Blender as one of the 50 worst songs ever. <laughs> oh, shit. Blender had fighting words there. I love it, man. I got to say it's a good ass song and it puts me in a good mood. And then the, the video editing was done really well. So when, when they would do the, bah, 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 they would have like some kind of scene from the clips that they would clip in together to show them doing something wacky that went along with it. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. Um, Blender was just haters. Goddamn Blender. So, uh, it says the title theme of friends was initially going to be shiny, happy people by American rock band REM. Uh, but then the band rejected the offer. (gasps) What a big miss for them. (laughs) But you see, REM was already super famous and they had other shit that they could have fallen along with. But I don't know. I feel like, I feel like that song wouldn't fit. You know what I mean? It's just, we're going to be giving them a bad name. So Rembrandt, I got to say, I'm with you. I I love you guys. Uh, I don't know anything else about you other than that song, but I love that song. So fuck Simo. <laughs> okay. So we'll agree to disagree with that one. But uh, um, we're going to definitely agree to disagree with this last one. Which th- this last one. Actually, these last two almost made my list. It's hilarious that they made them on this side. Of really? Because um, first of all, Adam's family, they spelled Adam's wrong. And they're only around for two seasons. And the only thing that I know of these two seasons is... Da-da-da-da. So I just feel like... How's it go? It's like, it's like they're creepy and they're kooky. Banana fan of Fuki. They want to be They have a family. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I eat your dookie? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like you like a cookie. <laughs> Someone got really lucky. They, they were, I think, just kind of gave up. They're like, you know what? We don't want to fucking do this shit anymore. It's, it's like <laughs> monsters on TV, whatever. Da-da-da-da-da. Okay, let's go to happy hour. That's why. But like. there's been remakes. There's been movies. The uh, Wednesday Adams is now has her own spinoff show that's coming to Netflix. Uh, there's the cartoon movie, The Adams Family, man, has been around for so long. It's one of the most iconic theme songs in the history of television, sir. And the only reason that I didn't put it on my list is because there's so many other goddamn good choices that it was just too hard to make it on there. But I take it as a personal offense, brother, a man that grew up with The Adams Family, a man that somehow sometimes got compared to Pugsley Adams, brother. <laughs> 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 I was saying that is a damn good song, brother. <laughs> Adam's family, I love you. And Raul Julia did a great job as the dad in the 90s movies. Uh, and the guy from, uh, what's it called? Doc from Back to the Future is Uncle Fester in the, in the 90s. Oh, movies. Those were uh, awesome. Christopher Lloyd. 
yep, those were awesome movies. So I can't say that the Adams Family sucks. But I guess we're talking about the TV show here. And, and I still love the classic TV show. With Cousin It and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me eating vagina. I make that noise when I'm down there with Julie. Like, <laughs> it's like, ew, stop doing that. <laughs> you know what she's saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually my alarm every morning <laughs> shut up she hits my head <laughs> a concussion means snooze <laughs> or she says I, sorry honey that's my butthole we keep going over this let me draw your mouth to the clip <laughs> you, took, you took a wrong left you took a wrong turn after the belly button here i'll help you <laughs> Womp, womp. Okay, so let's get started with this list. Are we doing the same thing as last time? We're going to each go from five to one and see if we can compile this list together. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So I think I went first last time. Yeah, so I'll start first this time. And uh, this one has to make the list, after all. Uh, it's a fantastic show. And actually, our script, Roomies, which is an award winning script and comedy for several episodes not just in the u.s but all around the world it was it was read and given some ideas and the stamp of approval by a guy that wrote for this very show and that's Love and marriage, love and marriage. Do, 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 the Nothing like and a horse carriage. and carriage. Frank, this, I'll, I'll tell you, you brother. brother. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have one without the other. Love and marriage. Boom. I love, the, I love the stamp at the end. <laughs> yep. Yep. That show is classic. That theme song. <laughs> For whatever reason, even though it's such a cheerful song and the guy, Al Bundy's life was so goddamn depressing, uh, it's just fitted perfectly. It just painted such a good picture. It almost reminds me of the Always Sunny in Philadelphia song. It just really just paints a perfect picture of what you're about to see. Uh, it just put me in a good mood. As soon as that song would hit, I just knew that I was in for an entertaining half hour. Uh, to my my mom didn't like us watching Married with Children. She thought it was what? so inappropriate. And so we we had to watch it just because of that. You know what I mean? Is and I was like, who wasn't in love with Kelly? You know what I mean? Oh, God. Oh, shit, she Kelly. was hot. Now, did your mom Christina not Applegate. like uh, Married with Children because Peggy Bundy was loosely based on her, just with longer hair? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Did you know they just have to Peg cut out the Bundy episode also she, pooped she in a McDonald's bag? Yeah, I was going to say, they have to cut out the episode where she shit in a McDonald's bag. That was the yeah. pilot. <laughs> yep. They're like, kids are not going to enjoy this. What? We'll make it episode two. <laughs> okay, so that was a good theme. So I think it's a great show. But I think a better theme song was, <laughs> here it goes. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. Love and tradition of the grand design. Some people say is even harder to find. You remember this? Well, then there must be some magic clue inside these gentle walls. 
Cause all I see is a tower of dreams, real love bursting out of every seam. As days go by, it's the bigger love of the family. Did I do that? Yes. (laughs) Oh, Lara. (laughs) Oh, did you notice? I started watching that show, and Urkel is not in season one. He doesn't come in until later in the show. He was just a secondary character, and then the the people fell in love with him. So they were like, okay, Urkel, you're going to become a main character, and the little sister Judy is going to get sent back to the orphanage. Yeah, that's essentially, literally essentially what happened. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you can have her a salary. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care about her, anyways. And then she went to the land of the actors lost. Uh, now, I will say, do you really, brother, think that the Family Matters theme song is better than Married with Children? The guy that can wrote the Family that? Matters theme song is. Well known for writing lots. He also wrote the theme song for my number four pick that I'll say in a moment. And he also wrote the theme song for Step by Step. So he was yeah, known for well, that doesn't matter, brother, because we're not talking about his other work, brother. And that has no bearing in this. We're talking about this, son. We're talking about For Mary with Children, matters. the guy that wrote this theme song wrote it not with this show in mind, but decades prior. Who's it? Dean Martin or somebody? I will concede to that point. That is a good, very good point, sir. This song for Family Matters was written strictly with this show in mind versus Married with Children or something that was taken for something else that then fit into this. So can you say that something that's not really written for a show is better than something that was written by a show? Then I guess you can't. So I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll put All right. Family Matters wins this battle. So at number 10, we're with children at number nine. Now, I'm not going to lie. I am sweating about this next round. Oh, well, bring it on because I think I'm going to take you out, brother. I think I'm going to take you out. Okay, go ahead. What do you got? Because this next one is one that if you were a 90s kid and you don't wake up to this, and you just lived a poor, miserable life. When I wake up in the morning, the alarm gives out a warning. I don't think I've ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and give myself a look, I'm out the corner just to see the first fly by. It's alright, cause I'm saved by the it's alright, cause I'm saved by the it's alright, cause I'm saved by the bell. And it was like the guitar solo. Dude, this came on at 7 and 7.30 on TBS, and I was ready. I had my I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take all out the whole hour to eat this bowl of disgusting cornflakes. Because I got to see what Lisa Turtle's wearing. Seymour <laughs> <laughs> dressed like a young Screech. <laughs> Obsessed with Lisa Turtle. Oh, I can see it. And dude, this show holds up. I think I did look like Screech. You look exactly like Screech. I don't know how someone else in the fraternity got that pledge name other than you. You look like a carbon copy of Screech. I know. <laughs> Yikes. You got very lucky that no one thought of that, my friend. I guarantee it. <laughs> you know what? I think that um, I think that everyone in that show looks pretty good, with the exception of um, uh, well, Dustin Diamond's dead, but <laughs> the rest of them look pretty good. 
Yeah, they Zach Morris pretty well. was great. Yeah, and there, uh, most of them actually were in the reboot, which is which is actually a pretty good show. I gotta say, I was worried about it, but it really does poke fun at the old show while being new and funny and taking it a whole different way. But they all look fantastic, and I saw Zach Morris who. He uh he plays himself obviously in that, but he's he's kind of has the blonde look, like very Zach Morrissey, and he actually doesn't look as good as when he looks normally. Uh, the guy's a handsome dude. <laughs> so, he started yeah, off as a, I think he was in a couple of shows before say by the belt but he also was a child model. I mean he he yeah, was very Cole blessed Gassler. being beautiful his whole life. And did you know actually fun fact and Zach Morris. Uh, the Saved by the Bell is actually a reboot of a show where Zach was in it. I think Screech might have been in it. Lisa Turtle. Lisa was in it, and it was about a teacher instead. But then that show got canceled, yeah. and then they got repackaged into Saved by the Bell, which is crazy. Miss Friss or Miss something. Yes, but, that's exactly but it. But she was the twin from the original Parent Trap. She's British. That's her. Yeah. Wow. I had no idea that was her. Wow. That's crazy. Well, now I feel bad I took her show. I liked it. <laughs> that's a that's a pretty good song. And it's a nice contender for this song. You ready for this? Bring it. Well, back. I have a question for you. Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paperboy, the evening TV. Ah. Uh, Everywhere you look, everywhere you go, there's a heart, there's a heart, a hand to hold on to. Everywhere you look, everywhere there's a face, a face, somebody who needs you. Everywhere you look. And then this is my favorite part. But you know, I actually found an old journal entry and I drew a picture of an alligator and like a bunch of like limbs. And I wrote this lyric. When you're lost out there and you're all alone, a light is waiting to carry you home. Everywhere you look. Well, I will say, fuck, that breakdown does make it cool, but does it compete with the Say by the Bell guitar solo? I got I gotta be honest. In this situation, it's alright, cause I say by the it's alright, cause I say by the it's alright, cause I say by the bell. I'm exhausted. I I think that I I think I gotta get this saved by the bell. Because if it wasn't on your list, it would have been on my list. It's actually it was on my, my list, but ah, you got it before me. Yeah, Saved brother. by the Bell's iconic. It got me through school. It, my sister liked it. I liked it. We're four years apart. I could watch an episode right now. It holds up. I'm telling you, I'm watching it as we speak. It's on. I think it's on Netflix and it's on Peacock. But I've been watching it on Netflix, and like I'm like midway through season three, I think, and it's fucking funny, dude. Like. A lot of these it's jokes good. sometimes went over my head. Yeah, it's, it's still good. Stay by the bell. 
But also, I feel like on Netflix, when a show starts and like the the credits begin, I just skip them. You know, I'm always like skip. But this is one of the one. This is one of the songs that I don't want to skip. I like singing along to it. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. I'm with you there. Okay, so I'm curious about your number three one. Oh, oh. Well, this one is a classic TV show. It's one that had several seasons. Each season had several fucking episodes. And it is a show that is so good that there were movie spinoffs of it. There's a ride and uh, MGM theme park uh, featuring a tower that drops. There, I believe there's a movie coming out of it soon, but it is the Twilight Zone. It's too good, man. Every Wait, time what's the lyrics? Thing, they just say the Twilight no lyrics, Zone? It's just the Twilight Zone. It's just Carlos, that's as good as Julie's Pepsi commercial. <laughs> no, man. The Twilight Zone. It's the TV equivalent of the of the Michael Jaws. Myers theme oh. song. Or even, or even that one, too. But it's like... Or, or even The Exorcist. You don't need themes. You don't need lyrics to that shit. It's just creepy. It shows you... Uh, what you're going to get into. And actually, since there are no lyrics and the show is from the 1950s or so, I do believe we are allowed to play it. So uh, please don't sue us. But you're about to hear some great news. The Twilight Zone. That's it. It's scary. And the guys talk so it sets a mood going on in the show because usually there'll be a good prelude where he says things that are creepy, <laughs> but then as soon as he gets to the main thing, then you know that things will get really creepy. It goes back to this sound, that Twilight Zone. <laughs> You can't tell me that's not fucking awesome. Get out of here. Get out of here. One of the most I think my mom and dad would tell you it's fucking awesome. But Hell I'm yeah, gonna tell exactly. you what I think is awesome. Go on. <laughs> Let's see. Um I forget how the beginning of the song went. It's like she was something in the bridal shop at Flushing Queens and Till her boyfriend kicked her out in one of those crushing scenes. What was she to do? Where was she to go? She was out on her fanny. So over the bridge from Flushing to the Sheffield store, she was there to sell makeup. But the father saw more. She had style, she had flair. She was there. That's why she became the nanny. Remember that song? Oh, the nanny. <laughs> Who would have guessed that the girl we described was just exactly what the doctor described? Now the father finds her big... Well, I forget how this goes. Something... Watch out, CC, And the kids are actually smiling. It's something in it. She's a lady in red when everybody else is wearing tan. The flashy girl from Flushing. The nanny named Fran. Dink. <laughs> now that's clever. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's clever. But is it as creepy? Does it set the mood... Like, like we're going to watch The Twilight Zone. 
I don't think so, my friend. There's a diff. Ah, shit. I have to say, I was going to say the Twilight Zone lasted longer, but there were five seasons of the Twilight Zone, which came out in 1959. My dad, before they were like, things were as intricate as they are. And there were six seasons of the nanny. So technically the nanny lasted longer, but season one had like 36 episodes of the Twilight Zone. So I don't know. Well, and we it's can't, still around. We can't ask Julie because I'm sure she's heard of neither. <laughs> she definitely has not heard of either of these shows. <laughs> <laughs> what? My dad likes the Twilight Zone. Yeah, her dad likes the Twilight Zone, just like your dad likes the Twilight Zone. My parents <laughs> love the Twilight Zone. It's a generational thing. They love the Twilight Zone. Uh, but I bet you your mom liked the nanny. My mom. <laughs> She, my mom liked she, the nanny. She hated that fucking lady's laugh. Like, I have to say. <laughs> Mr. Chaffield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My mom likes a lot of horror stuff. So she grew up with the Twilight Zone. I got to say. She's, she's big into that genre. Uh, well, I deferred the last time. And I am in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina right now. So I don't really have anyone nearby other than Julie, who already gave her vote to the Twilight Zone. So I can defer to you this time, sir. Or um, we could call someone <laughs> and totally surprise them because they are not ready for this. <laughs> well, can we call a gay person? A gay person? <laughs> no, because <laughs> that definitely go with the nanny. What the fuck? You're just skewing this. <laughs> okay, let's just say, fine. Twilight Zone is iconic. It's a great day for you. It's a bad day for queers. You guys win. <laughs> so I want you to give me leeway on this next one. <laughs> It's a terrible day for queers everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you have for your number two slots? Okay, well, we're down to the final four. And real quick before we get there, uh, we got number 10, Married with Children. Number nine, Family Matters. Number eight, Full House. Number seven, It's All Right, Cause It's Saved by the Bell. Number six, The Nanny. Number five, The Twilight Zone. And up next... This one is another one that also uh, doesn't have any lyrics, so I don't know how you'll feel about it. But well, I already, you already know how I feel about it. <laughs> it's it's a song that just is one that is so fucking iconic. It's the show that has led to movies. It's come back and gone, and the actors are both quite quite sexy. So Wait, movies or movie. I think there were more than one movie, wasn't there? Or was it just the one? I thought there were like two. So, mm. in case that would be plurals, but I don't know. Uh, do, do, do. And this one we could also show because it has no lyrics and no one will sue us. Do, 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 do. The X Files, brother. You can't tell me that shit is not epic, not iconic. It's one of the most recognizable theme songs of all time. Everybody knows the X. Yeah, but you don't sing along to it. Oh, I do. I, whenever it comes on, I'm like singing. Like, I start wiggling this. I don't know. I'm not like, oh my God. And then I disappeared over here from screen. And then I come back in like. See, I and then Stella's no. toy comes in. Doo, 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 doo. I mean, yeah, it also sets a tone. I don't think it's better than Twilight Zone. 
I think ah. Twilight Zone was was creepier, but X Files. I mean, it's a decent theme music, but I wouldn't consider it like a like a theme song. I don't yes, know. Yes, it is. <laughs> that is. It's a theme song. Where's the lyrics? You don't need I lyrics to classify it as a theme song. It's well, I got some lyrics for you. This right. one I think is is stellar, mm-hmm. and uh, this one is liked by grandparents, parents, kids nowadays. After they've grown up, they've learned to appreciate this this show. This show is called The Golden Girls, and the theme song goes like, goes like this: <clears throat> Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Da, dum, dum, dum. And if you threw a party, invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. Da, dum, 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 dum. Um... I can't possibly bring myself to argue anything against anything that Betty White has ever done. So I can't, as much as I love to argue against you just to piss you off in this one, I can't. Uh, God bless Betty White's soul. Uh, Golden Girls, man. You got, you got to, you got to give Golden Girls the leeway, brother. It's the Golden Girls. So Have you heard the guy do the remix? And he, takes, no, he, has, the remix? he has the wig and takes it off and says, hallelujah at the end. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> it's like no. it's like thank you for being a friend. You know, you know I'm talking about. Travel <laughs> yeah. down the road and back. Start from the bottom. Now here, girl. Heart is true. Oh yeah, pal, and I confident on. And if you threw, up, invited everybody, invited everyone. You knew, 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 knew. The biggest gift of the biggest. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for being. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> well, not that remix. The remix is fantastic. No, I didn't know that they did a remix. <laughs> it's so. No, they didn't do it. This guy did it. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. So well, obviously, good. yeah. It was a Petty White in there. Like, remix. <laughs> DJ, spin that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to give it to Golden Girls, dude. That's uh, that show. Like you said, it's uh, it kind of hits my Twilight Zone argument. You know, parents, grandparents, uh, kids today getting into it. Uh, everybody loves that fucking show. So sorry, X Files. I know, I know, Moon Life uh, clothing founder uh, Nate Gonzalez is gonna hate me on this one, but I gotta defer to Betty White. So Golden Girls, you get number three. X Files, we'll give you number four. I got some X Files for you, Nate. <laughs> Got some triple X files for you. Like my bussy. <laughs> <laughs> lick it. Just lick it. All right. All right so Mr. this Mr. last one's going to be tough. This will be tough. And we're down to the final two. And ladies and gentlemen, it's been a good list. It's been a lot of fun. But it's time to get to the end of it. Because uh, for me, and this just has to go with the greatest theme song of all time for me because it was part of the greatest cartoon of all time for me. Simpsons. And this one proves that you don't need fucking lyrics to be epic. It's amazing. It's classic. I think there's a theme with your top three options. And I wonder if maybe 
the, these shows were around during a time that maybe in, English was a struggle for you and you couldn't memorize <laughs> the lyrics. And so you just stuck with the, the songs that were more instrumental. That's actually exactly what I did it, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was tired of all my white friends making fun of me. And <laughs> like, what is he even saying? <laughs> so, yes. Uh, but The Simpsons, dude, I mean, everybody, most parts of the world, if you play that song, people will know it. It doesn't need lyrics. It's made it to video games. It's made it to obviously there was the Simpsons movie. The show is still on the freaking air today after thirty plus seasons. Yeah, but not that had nothing to do with the intro. I assure you. Sure, it did. The intro was epic, and they would do the funny uh, couch gags every time. You know what I mean? You know, you know. I you think. Know? It's it's a good song, but to me, it's not as iconic as this one. Bum, now, this bum, is a story bum, bum, all bum, about bum. how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Remember West this song? I feel born and raised on the playground, spending rest on our days, chilling out, max relax, not cool, and shoot some people outside that school when a couple of guys were up no good. Started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got one little fight, and my mom got scared. She said, You move in with your hands, you're out to your hair. That, to me, that is like the best theme song. Lyrically, it's the most fun. It was, it, it, I think it, I don't know, I just think it like um, revolutionized. Um, theme songs. I will say, this is the one song on this list. This is the one song in any TV show history that I've ever heard where they still play at clubs, at the bar. You know, like you'll be like hammered all of a sudden. Everyone sings like, along. Yep, and everybody stops. For the, and it's, it's become like the new non Don't Stop Believing. Like everybody fucking knows the words to it automatically. No matter how drunk you are. Yeah, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air is goddamn great song. It's, 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 a, it's not. It's. I feel like it even surpasses the show just being a theme song. It's a good fucking song. It's fun. Uh, the video is fantastic for it. Obviously, the uh, the video to the to the show. Yeah, man. Shit. Uh, can I can I let The Simpsons take a number two spot in something in my life? It's tough, but you know what. If I Julie doesn't know the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song, you better leave her ass down south. Julie knows every word to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air song. Here, Julie, get over here. She's like, it's the beauty of being in a hotel room. <laughs> Julie, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air song. Hit it. Go. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing out, cool. Now shooting some b-ball outside of the school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and she said, you're moving with your auntie and your uncle to Bel Air. I whistled for a cab and when it came near, it had dice in the mirrors, something about fresh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Julie, this was your <laughs> chance. <laughs> chance to shine um, and you blew it. The good people of India are listening. <laughs> your homes to Bel Air. Yeah, I pulled up to the house I about seven it. or eight, and then you wish they had go home sooner later. Pulled up to my kingdom. I was finally there to sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel Air. Get out of here, Julie! You're I'm ruined. sorry. We used to we were watching. 
watching this in a while. Boom, the break. boom, I gave you a chance to shine. Now we don't have time for your explanations. That was more than I thought she would know. I thought she was going to say, I never heard of it. She would be that person <laughs> that would be watching was the show. Was Tom and- Cruise or Brad Pitt in <laughs> yeah. it? <laughs> was Ryan Gosling the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? <laughs> this was this is one of those where like the show would play and she couldn't help herself but to sing it. So I was like, okay, naturally, this is her chance to shine. And no, she blew it. <laughs> Did one of my picks make it to number one? Yes, sir. And I have to say, this is one that if it hadn't made it to your list, it would have made it on mine. So I have no shame in taking wow. second. And Les Sims is taking second place to <clears throat> the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, you guys. So, running through that, at number 10, we have Married with Children. At number 9, we had Family Matters. Number 8, Full House. Number 7, Say by the Bell. Number 6, The Nanny. Number 5, The Twilight Zone. Number 4, X Files. Number 3, Golden Girls. Number 3, number 2, Number two, The Simpsons. And number one, as the greatest goddamn TV show theme song of all time, is The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And we had to put him in number one or else he'll slap us, you guys. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Will Smith, if you're listening, please don't hurt us. You made number one here again, dude. You got the Oscar and your song is number one. So come you didn't on. say anything about Jada Pinkett. said nothing. Wait, wait, wait. Get your, get your name out of her mouth. Get your name, get your wife's, I'm his sorry. wife's name out of your mouth. <laughs> you know what happens yes. when his wife's name enters your mouth. And I don't want it. I don't want it. My skin just got a little sunburnt right now. I feel like a slap with her extra, extra hard. I don't want it. So, <laughs> Will Smith, I didn't say anything negative no. about wifey or her barber. <laughs> we didn't say anything at all about it. So make sure you guys let us know what you think of our list. Uh, like you did our cartoon list. Uh, that is still quite a, li- a lot of discussion going on around that list. So make sure you follow us on all social channels at Fratchat Podcast. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. That's on Instagram. Do it right now. Let us know what you think of our list. Tweet at us. Uh, write us. Send us DMs. Not dick pic, please, unless you're sending to Simo. And if you're going to send them over to me, do it at Carlos Does the World on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok. Follow my YouTube page at tiny.cc slash Carlos Does the World. And follow me on Twitter at Carlos Does World. And make sure you follow my good buddy Simo there at chris.more.comedy on the Instagram machine and see more comedy on twitter and last but not least check out our youtube page at tiny.cc slash frat chat podcast for all kinds of new video contents where you can see our handsome faces live in person oh yeah i smoked a little bit to celebrate yeah let's take a moment to celebrate that simo made it to number one uh he didn't write the song but it almost feels like he did because he's quite proud of you guys I don't know what our theme song would be for our show, but it has to. We have a theme song. (laughs) Why do you keep saying we have a theme song? (laughs) It's the intro that leads. No, I meant our sitcom. (laughs) Oh, for roomies. Yes. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I think I I think that means we have to write it. I wish that Lisa Left Eye Lopez was still alive. They'd be like, hey, girl, can you do me a favor? Maybe we could steal her notebooks. And she'd be like, hey, let me see your tennis shoes. And she would throw them sneakers in the bathtub and light them on fire. I remember watching that documentary. <laughs> oh, she was. She must have been hard to work with. Yeah. 
I mean, she'll have one eye. I think she's probably lovely. Huh? (laughs) She only had one eye, so can you blame her? Was the other eye just lazy? (laughs) (laughs) She just had a lazy eye. (laughs) I don't know where she covered it. She just thought it looked cool, but I don't don't know. I'm sure there's a reason. So someone uh, get mad at us and tweeted at us. I don't have to Google it, but we'll find out next week, hopefully. So on that note, Mr. Mo, why don't you get us out of here, please? I motion to adjourn this meeting as and the winner. I suck it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 all right, you guys. We'll be back next week. Make sure you give us a follow on all the channels on Podcast. Do it. See ya. See ya. And no more singing for a while, I promise, guys. Yeah, no, Ciao. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.